Well, good afternoon, and welcome to yet another edition of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J, and right over there would be goddamn Big Dalton. Members of the OG Army, get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the Other Ground Live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. That is right, ladies and gentlemen, I am pleased to announce the return of Big Motherfucking Dalton. How you doing, Ryan? Ladies and gentlemen, it is August the 11th. I have graduated from the Bronze Age, and God damn it, Jay, I was on time. You can take <laughs> your sad music and shove it up your ass. <laughs> uh, you don't know how glad I am to hear from you, sir. Uh, so tell the list- listeners your tale of woe. Yeah, let's just let's put it this way. Going without power... And then going without internet for goddamn nearly a week sucks. So apparently (laughs) this whole like uh, hurricane thing, apparently these so-called natural disasters are kind of a big thing. Well, who would have known? Right. And apparently it's happening in the Midwest right now. Apparently there was some, you know, gigantic storm that moved through yesterday. And like a bunch of like Illinois and Iowa, they're going to be without power for like the next week. So 2020 is the apocalypse. Huh. <clears throat> of course, we have power outages around here. I Well, in the 11 years that I've uh, lived in this particular house, I've had one power outage that lasted more than an hour or two. And I think that lasted two days or a day and a half. Uh, but I think uh, my street's an old street, but a lot of them stuff from is newer so and i believe they buried the power lines or some shit like that to, in some areas i could be wrong about that but I, I know knock on wood i don't lose power that often and certainly not for a motherfucking week jesus i mean here's the thing i didn't hear anything on the news about some gigantic you know life-ending storm hitting your area yeah it was uh it was just a hurricane and it was enough it was enough wind to apparently completely screw over the electrical grid and then as it got brought back on apparently where there were still outages was like the hub of the internet up here Mm. so yeah that was the bigger problem so power itself came back in roughly a day and then it went out here and then you know for the next several days even went out for a little bit yesterday but never for like multiple days at a time it was the entire ability to get the network back up wow people will say well hey why didn't you just download the podbean app and call in through that i believe those are words i said yes (laughs) interesting story when the internet goes down and kids are all at home all day long they are on their cell phones on the internet all day long so what is supposed to be a good like lte or whatever connection Turned into like 1998, like dial up speeds. So my phone <laughs> told me to go fuck myself when I tried to download anything. <laughs> that 30 meg app, sure. I'll, I'll have that ready for you in about three days. Ha. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that's ridiculous, dude. I am stunned to hear that in this day and age. Uh, well, I don't know. The reason I guess it doesn't surprise me if, like, if I heard on the headlines Hurricane Bertha just went rolling through your area, destroying everything in its path. Well, then, yeah, I can understand the internet being out for a week. Uh, but uh, for something, I don't know, I guess uh, moderately to moderate large storms happen a lot more than I think of, really. Well, and I will say this Cox can suck mine with the way <laughs> that they alert on all of this. So, like, they pretty much, you can, like, I logged in through their site on my phone. And said, hey, yeah, we we know there's an outage in your area, so you don't have to report it. And you can enter your cell phone number, and you can just request updates at any time, and we'll update you a couple times a day. And it was neat, because at first, they were like, hey, we'll have this resolved in, you know, five hours. It'll be done at, you know, 521 your time. Then an hour later, you get an update. Be done at 645 your time. An hour later, be done at 8 o'clock your time. It got to the point about, oh, three days into it, it's like, yeah, we have no ETA, and we're just going to keep sending that to you throughout the day just to piss you off. 
<laughs> hey, it's Cox. We just want to remind you that we're not doing shit for you yet. We'll check back in later to let you know that we still haven't done shit for you. Yeah, that would be kind of annoying. Yeah, I imagine. Was, yeah, I still wondering should i go through the pain of dealing with a you know cable company's customer service to call in and be like hey are you gonna give me 20 percent off my bill because you didn't have service for 20 percent of the month yeah i mean that would be reasonable but who knows I, I one thing i can pretty much guarantee is that if you don't call them they're not gonna well yeah but i mean at what point is like two hours of my life how much is that worth Right. Versus the like thirty five bucks that it would save me. Right, exactly. That's uh, I measure uh, time in that way many times as well. If if I'm gonna if it's gonna take me long too longer to do too long to do excuse me uh, I'm just not really into it anymore. So other than that, how's it going, Jay? How's life? I heard the uh, podcast has been going well thanks to the army filling my shoes. Yes, sir. They were very, very, very helpful. I wanted to thank Sly, Tenor called in, uh, Homelander even called in once or twice, uh, just the entire crew. Uh, I uh, also had a couple guests uh, on from other podcasts, believe it or not. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, one of them just randomly, uh, excuse me, uh, randomly logged in and started talking to me, a guy named Wise. Uh, he, unfortunately, he had to go before I could get a chance to ask, get him to promote his show and shit, so... You'll have to look them up yourself. Uh, and then yesterday I logged in and listened to a couple shows and ended up talking to a lady who has a, a show called uh, Crosstalk with a K. <laughs> and uh, she oh, was on for a bit. Oh, that's so edgy. <laughs> she's nice. Don't. Uh, she's actually pretty professional. As, uh, I enjoyed talking to her. She's an ex-radio DJ and uh, has done voiceover work as well. So it was cool. So how is your uh, non-power-related life going? You know, other than the power thing, you know, things aren't too bad here. Was able to uh, ignore technology for the most part because technology didn't work. <laughs> I spent a lot of time just kind of outdo outdoors, you know, letting the dogs run around and play, do whatever, just avoiding the ever updating, you know, text thread of, hey, your internet doesn't work and we don't know when it's going to. So uh, sit tight. <laughs> Excuse me, I need Drink a water early. Wow. I think I've been smoking too much today. It's okay. Get it out of your system. We are coming up on a month and a half away. Oh, that's right. Sober October when I'm, when I'm going to quit, uh, at least try to quit smoking weed. Uh, we'll see what, how I do. <laughs> you guys know me. I don't really have a lot of self-control, so that will be a lot of fun. Uh, what do you, what well, do you just know everybody gonna... will be counting on you, so you'll actually have to do it. Yeah. I, I kind of like the workout thing, I guess, huh? Pretty much, yeah. When you have enough people counting on you to actually get some shit done, like at that point, if you don't do it, it's not just letting yourself down. It is letting down dozens and dozens of people. <laughs> so you're going to uh, quit drinking for that month? Yep, I will quit drinking and I'll come up with something fitness related. I'm still thinking the every day of the month having to do 100 reps of a you know, a specified weight on the bench since you hmm. enjoy bench and you'll get the most visual, I guess, improvement of anything right. based on doing that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the reasons I like the bench is because, uh, of course, I've never had really, really heavy weight is it doesn't feel like one of those uh, uh, lifts that is going to hurt me. Like just, you know, some some lifts, you know, if you it, just as you're doing it, if you fuck this up, you could hurt, hurt yourself. And I'm sure that can happen on bench press, but it feels much safer than a lot of the other types of lifts. Yeah, for the most part, you're not going to get, well, you're not going to get hurt as badly if you get hurt. If something catastrophe related goes wrong on like a uh, squat or a deadlift, you could end up, you know, completely snapping your leg in half or, you know, prolapsing your anus. Right, At right. least with so, bench, you're just going to, you know, like tear a bicep or, you know, pop a pec, which I mean, you only have one, so you're only, you know, half as half as half likely as apt for that to happen. So that's an actual advantage in weightlifting. That's good to know. <laughs> so, yeah, today was the first day back on the uh, power uh, block uh, last week being a deload week. And uh, I'm pretty happy with it, although I think I used a little bit too much weight because, like, one of the lifts I basically couldn't do. It was only it was one set of six, and I was like, eh, one set of one. <laughs> yeah, you're only 500% off. No big deal. 
Right. Well, it was squats and then pod squats. It was five sets of five uh, uh, with what's supposed to be a pretty hefty weight for me. Uh, and then like one set of six uh, pod squats. And I didn't even do five sets of five. I did like uh, four sets of five and one set of three. <laughs> So that's how that's how I knew that if that set of pause squats wasn't going to go well. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a rough one. Yeah, so I was just that's a not little a fun bit. Day. I, I know that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was just a little bit off on uh, how uh, a little bit optimistic rather than how much I could do for that lift. I wasn't horribly off because I was able to do most of it, but obviously the next time I lift, I should probably take a little, little bit off. Yeah, sounds like you're just a uh, uh, slightly slightly over anxious there jay <laughs> and then the other thing i did the uh, uh stiff-legged dead, oh, damn i can't speak today i did st stiff-legged uh deadlifts uh for the uh hamstring exercise sounds thrilling yes it was indeed uh so you got anything to talk about today sir i mean we have everything to goddamn talk about jay very, it's very it's true. been a while <laughs> I think we already kind of talked about one of the main things about the Midwest just getting destroyed. I'm assuming nothing made it up as far as you. I think it was just pretty much straight across Illinois and Iowa. But did you hear about this one? No, I did not. And no, we didn't get much of anything. It might have rained a day or two ago, but not a tremendous amount. Nothing spectacular anyways. Yeah, this was just, what was it, yesterday. So pretty much a good chunk of Iowa, part of Illinois is going to be without power for several days as this strange storm just kind of popped up and they were dealing with like sustained hundred mile an hour winds. Oh geez. So it was like damn near a tornado, except it wasn't a tornado tornado. It was just ridiculous winds. Yeah. Straight line winds. Yeah. So they, they're dealing with all sorts of, of issues with that. I can say that I empathize with them. It's not going to be a fun week for anybody in the Midwest. No. Uh, I mean, but realistically, how often is it anyways? <laughs> like well, I mean, I'm at least talk, it's not Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, those the Midwest states like that do get all kinds of crazy weather because they're pretty much flat. So if someone told me that you know hilly weather, hilly terrain will break up uh, tornadoes and really fierce storms like that somewhat. Uh, but with a nice flat stretch like that, they can build up strength. It's that climate change, like Fatty's talking about. Yeah. The oceans are warming. Well, I do know that it, it, one of the reasons that uh, some of those states get that issue is because that's where the north and south uh, trade winds meet. Uh, like Oklahoma is one of those states. Uh, when I stay, was doing basic training there, um, the in, in like January, the weather would shift very rapidly from warm to cold. I've had it be like 65, almost 70 degrees out when we started out in the day. It started out the day and have it like 22 and freezing rain by the time we left. Yeah, the weather pretty much sucks that entire part of the country. So it's, <laughs> I would say the people are used to it, but they're not used to this like weird kind of weather. They're used to tornadoes. They're used to hailstorms. Right. They're used to terrible winters, but just crazy sustained wind. Like that's, that's just an odd one. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. So, and that's, well, that's what we hear mostly here in Michigan when we hear about any kind of wind damage, uh, is because you know we're not really in tornado alley. Michigan will get tornadoes on occasion, but maybe one a year or some, and it's normally not anywhere near Metro Detroit. Well, yeah, even the even the you know extreme weather doesn't want to be anywhere near Detroit. No, I think Mother Nature is just like, wow, you guys got some shitty winters. I think that's probably enough. I think it's less about the winters. It's just like, oh, you have Detroit. I'll leave you alone. <laughs> I take offense to that, sir. Well, what else you got today? I have topic, at least one or two topics before we went out. Well, this one has to be like super important. Did you hear that they're rebooting the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Oh, I'm not happy about that in the least bit. I, I finally transformed into complete old man. Leave that shit alone. <laughs> uh, I can't. It's hard for me to think of a, a sitcom that I like more than that, actually. Yeah, but now instead of being a comedy, it's going to be a gritty drama. What? You're shitting me, really? No, they literally are doing that, and it's Will Smith's like production group. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. He's that ashamed of the fact that he wasn't like a gangster rapper? Is that what this is? Well, no, I, I don't think he's going to have anything to do with like actually you know playing the part or anything like that, but there was apparently somebody put together this trailer on YouTube 
about like what if the French Prince of Bel Air was more like more like reality, I guess. And it had like this like grittier feel about it and shit like that. And apparently it made its way all the way to Will Smith. And I mean, what else does he have to do? Because his wife is fucking other people. Then, you know, reboot the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Only the the sad and drama filled version. (laughs) Man, that. that, Yeah, I can't. I'm I'm left speechless. So I don't know. It'll it'll probably do well. Well, Will Smith is a talented guy in a lot of ways. And some people would watch that just because of the nostalgia part. Uh, You know, it's like a gimmick thing to get people in. So if it's a good show, it should do well because it'll have a built in audience, at least the first couple episodes. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm sure at least like the first episode or whatever they do, like it sounds like it may end up being like a Netflix thing or something like that. But it sounds like, yeah, a lot of people will try it out. Right. But I have a feeling it's going to be a huge disappointment. Oh, yeah. I don't like, know. You go uh, in wanting to see like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Uncle Phil and like, you know, have it be kind of just this uplifting, lighthearted thing that it was 20 years ago or whenever the fuck it was. And now you're probably going to have like episode one. And the reason he has to go from, you know, Philly to Bel Air is he probably, you know, witnessed some dude get shot in the head. <laughs> oh, man, that's a serious upgrade from a playground fight. You know that, right? Oh, absolutely. The thing <laughs> I'm going to be really pissed about is what do you bet that they get rid of the iconic theme song? And it'll be something like ridiculous now. Oh, yeah, it'll be some hardcore rap song, you know? Some gangster rap or some shit like that. I wonder Isn't, if they'll wait, take wait. the same basic idea or even the same lyrics and do like what uh, Vanilla Ice did with Ice Ice Baby. Remember the weird like Limp Biscuit e version of it that oh, Chuck Liddell yeah. came out to that one time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Barely. I, I, I couldn't uh, tell you any of the actual lyrics, but I remember that being a thing. Uh, that would be pretty funny. I know who it's not going to be doing their rap song. <laughs> Uh, a certain musician that her, his wife was sleeping with. <laughs> yeah, be fucking, yeah, he's probably be not funny, going though. to get that credit. No, he's, no, that would be fucking funny as fuck. Though. <laughs> Someone went behind Will Smith's back and hired him to do the theme song. He'll end up getting hired to do the show and be like a guest appearance, and somebody will forget to put the uh, the blanks in the stunt gun. <laughs> On Brandon Liam? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, well, I mean, good luck to him. I have nothing against Will Smith. I like him quite a bit, actually. He's put out a whole bunch of entertainment I've liked over years, both in my teenage years, w- with him being one of the first actual rappers I listened to, uh, and uh, which makes it early teenage years, really. <laughs> um, and later in life with the French Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And he's and a lot of his movies haven't been that bad, actually. Uh, I don't care what his, uh, how he l- raises his kids or what his religion is or any of that bullshit. So like, Will Smith's great by me. So young passive Jay was getting jiggy with it. Oh no! Way before that, parents just don't understand, man. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, I think my favorite song from him back then was uh, "Nightmare on My Street," which is a rap song he sings about meeting Freddy Krueger. Uh okay. Yeah, I don't think I've heard <laughs> that one. I don't think I want to hear that one. Oh, you should look it up, man. It's a great jam. It's a great jam. <laughs> Apparently, Tenor knows it. Oh, Nightmare on My Street. Yeah, yep, that's exactly the what I one I just said. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's my favorite. Uh, um, um, God, which, which rapper are we talking about again? <laughs> Will Smith. Oh yeah, Will Smith. It's my favorite Will Smith uh, rap song from back then. Fair enough. I've never been a Will Smith fan when it comes to music, so I'll just well, I'll leave yeah. it at that. Well, yeah, it was a different time. I, like I said, I was twelve uh, when that kind of. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. When did uh, that record come out? You think? Uh, 1939. <laughs> okay, moving on, I guess. <laughs> so, other than that, I, I mean, there's not that much really going on in the news. I mean, there is the fact that there's a Dr. Pepper shortage. <laughs> wow. Really? This is a serious thing. Yeah, they actually had to come out and, and put a, a statement out on Twitter that apparently there is a Dr. Pepper shortage has something to do with the pandemic i guess i don't know i don't know anybody that actually drinks dr pepper do you uh 
No, it's something that like if they were out of uh, Pepsi or Coke or something like that, I might drink as a novelty every once in a while. But uh, it's well, I don't drink pop any anymore, anyways. But when I was drinking soda, um, yeah, I, that certainly wasn't my go-to drink or anyone I knew's go-to drink. Yeah, I, I've never. I guess it's a thing. Apparently, if if there's enough people to, uh, you know, cause there to be a shortage. I don't know. Maybe it's like a, a trailer park thing. <laughs> I always thought that was Mountain Dew. <laughs> uh, that's going to piss a whole bunch of people off. Uh, yeah, Mountain no, Dew uh, is definitely a rednecks kind of thing. I think Mountain Dew is a NASCAR thing. NASCAR thing, is it? <laughs> maybe. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um, soda? Maybe this is like a manufactured sort of thing. They're just like claiming in quotation marks for there to be a Dr. Pepper shortage. Yeah, maybe they're just artificially trying to hype it up and be like, hey guys, Dr. Pepper's a thing. It's so much of a thing that we're running out of the thing. Bye now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, going out of business sales that go on for like three years. Um, so I guess DeJuicer <laughs> wants to talk about actual news. Did you hear oh, okay. that Biden has picked his uh, VP candidate? Yes and no. Uh, my wife ran in earlier and said, boy, our government's going to be pissed and ran out. So, so I know I know we didn't pick, um, but I don't know his actual who his actual pick was. Uh, so he picked Kamala Harris, the senator from California. Oh, well, uh, I mean, sure. Why not? I guess. Right. Yeah, I don't really have much of an opinion either way. The one good thing about the pick is she's only 55. So she's going to be the youngest of the four people kind of running for office. Like, I'd rather see that somebody, you know, really as young as we can get them because I don't like the idea of a bunch of people whose brains are actively dying, you know, running the free world. Yeah, we've talked about that before, that there should be an age cap for this shit. And a lot lower than people might think, too. Well, I mean, even if you want to start out with it being pretty far out there, just say, you know, like... As of the date of the election of your first term, you cannot be over the age of 65. I think we can all admit after 65, there's a high probability that your faculties are slowly starting to go. Yeah. Or, I mean, if, if, if not that, have a comprehensive uh, cognitive, cognitive, cog nope, I'm not going to do it, dude. Help me out here. <laughs> cognitive? cognitive? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, cognitive uh, test on them every year. Oh, you mean like the one that Trump passed that he bragged that gets you know really hard towards the end? Okay, yeah. <laughs> there yeah, was I a mean, big like yeah, there was a big thing about that. There, it basically is a cognitive function test. Really, all it is is the test is hard enough to diagnose if your brain is going to mush or not. Right. It has such difficult things as showing you a picture of an animal, and you have to be like, "Oh, that's an elephant." <laughs> <laughs> and the part that he talks about that it gets really really hard is towards the end they're going to give you like four words and then you have to recite those back well this isn't about that the i i think there should be a, a harder cognitive skill test like a real one not not something like that um that would make that would be for me an alternative to uh having an age limit but either or is fine really yeah, I I don't even necessarily like the idea of a test. I just say cap it at an age. There's also just something to be said of once you get to a certain age, you do not necessarily, like, at a high rate, understand the world anymore. Like, if you're yeah. 70 years old, do you really understand, like, the technology of today and, like, how people think and do things today? when the majority of your life has been in like essentially a completely different world. I don't know. Uh, I, I think it really varies from person to person. Uh, I know plenty of really old people that seem to have their shit together pretty good. Uh, what you're talking about really is more of an in touch with the, I don't want to say it culture of the, of the country, but kind of, uh, which is what something that's very important for presidents to have. They need to understand how society, th what, how the current society works as far as how people think. Uh, and so you're right in that at one point, that's something that goes for older people. So it's not even the intelligence or the, or the cognitive ability. It's their perspective. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Either way, I don't think people want to hear us, you know, 
go back and forth about politics. It's kind of boring. But hey, we should have at least covered the VP pick, so we did that. Right, it's a right. Thing. Right, and if anyone ever wants to call in and argue with Dalton about something, that's fine too. But just me and him back and forth is not what we're really looking for on the show. Well, yeah, it's not like Jay has come out several times and been like, I don't do politics. I don't know what politics are. I can't spell it. I don't even know if I can pronounce it. So stay away. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a fair statement. Uh, you got anything else, man? Oh, we have all sorts of stuff. All right. Um, Did you hear about this clothing company uh, that has come out and you can buy um, this really ugly looking $700 shirt? Mo, but you'll never actually receive it. Uh, pardon me. Yeah, so there is this clothing line out there that is selling contactless fashion, where you're spending hundreds of dollars for like you know pieces of apparel that you'll never actually get. But what you do get for this, you know, let's just say this seven hundred dollars shirt, is you can send in a picture to them. And they will Photoshop this shirt onto the picture for you, and and you'll have that. Huh. So they're so you're paying seven hundred dollars for them to Photoshop any picture you want with a, a shirt onto it. Yes, it's um, a digital shirt, Jay. Oh, well, fuck, dude. How do we get in on this? Because. <laughs> I think there's some good money to be in uh, made in selling virtual search shirts. Apparently, holy shit! Are you good <laughs> at Photoshop, is... Jay? No, I'm not. I don't. I don't have Photoshop. I have MS Paint, so I'm. I'm just going to use that instead. I mean, I'm only going to charge a hundred dollars a virtual shirt. So I'll be like the, the Kmart or Sears of virtual shirts. Screw that! I say we go straight Walmart and we we create our own and we sell like ten dollar white tees. Well, okay. Well, I was uh, taking money off for my uh, horrible uh, paint skills because I'm not good at that shit either. But at least I know how to work it. Uh, But yeah, $10 t-shirts. Fuck yeah, dude. There's a lot of people out there. We only need to have half of them buy our $10 virtual t-shirts and we'll be rich for life. Yeah, I can't believe this is a thing, but apparently people have bought it. (laughs) I I just don't. Why? Rich people buying it uh, ironically, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but so if you have, if you ever want to look up these people and the stupid stupid clothes that they offer, like some of these are just dumb looking. Look up tribute brand on Instagram. It's tribute <laughs> underscore brand. So everyone, when you get bored and you're taking a shit, look that up on Instagram and see these wonderful digital clothing items you can purchase. Hmm. That sounds lovely. I don't think I'll do that. <laughs> I don't want to give them the traffic. Uh, yeah, I, I will not be adding them on Instagram. That's just a little, little too dumb for me. Yeah, I'll take your word on that entire thing. Uh, what else you got today, sir? Uh, so did you hear in Wisconsin, they take masks really seriously? Oh, how so? So there is a government agency out there that even for Zoom meetings... They're asking their employees to wear a mask. Okay. And what is their rationale behind that? I might, might wonder. Well, I, I, I think mainly they're saying that, you know, it's so, you know, any time that, you know, one of these meetings for some reason or another may end up being broadcast, you're, you're setting a good example by wearing <laughs> a mask by yourself in your own home. An example of what? A good example of what a fucking idiot would do? Is that really the message that they want to put out there for their company? Look, we employ a whole bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> uh, man, that's that. Wow. Pretty much oh. it's, uh, yeah, the quote around it. Also, wear your mask, even if you're home, to participate in virtual meetings that involves being seen. Oh, I would so find Set one of those. the safety apps. example, which shows you, um, as a DNR public service employee, that you care about the safety and health of others. <laughs> Dude, I would totally get one of those app things that does like the superimposed shit. And, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about? I'd like the weird, like green screening and stuff like that. You can do it. Yeah. 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 But, uh, well, we, well, like, uh, Facebook has their messenger has all kinds of different apps you can use to send pictures or do video with like a, uh, a whole bunch of different effects. Anything from overlays over you to like, 
changing the background to all kinds of crazy shit. And they have several ones where they're just virtual masks. So, <laughs> so just throw one of those on there and do the Zoom meeting. So I think what I would actually do is get a fully green mask, put that on, have my green screen up in the background and have, you know, some sort of background there, you know, through the green screening. Yeah, yeah. So you would just see the top of my head and the bottom of my head just kind of, you know, floating with a big hole in the middle that you can see the background. <laughs> yeah, make sure that to have the background be like hellfire or something just to make it interesting. Exactly. Something something crazy to that's it. how stupid are people? I don't know. I don't see it's easy for a some executive to make that decision cuz he's not in any of these Zoom meetings. So he's so he's not the one there looking absurd and probably uncomfortable for no reason at all. Yeah, this is just some idiot. Uh, some people just have no real common sense. I, I think that's really what it boils down to. Is just common sense is not that common. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, well, whom I wouldn't speak really, right? I don't know how dumb are you. Well, <laughs> okay, I'll tell you how dumb I am. Uh, I had to uh, buy some more weed today. Uh, I was getting run low, and uh, I looked down to the uh, specials uh, that the uh, place I get my weed from were having this particular day. And let me bring this up because I don't want to get the terminology wrong because it's part of the terminology is actually part of the story. Um, do, 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 do. Give me just like uh, 15, 20 seconds. I didn't, know I, was, I didn't know I was going to this right now. Uh, where is that shit? Ah, here we go. Do to do. No, that's not it. Okay, I'll, I won't have uh, the terminology exactly right, but I'll go with it anyways. So I was ordering some weed, and I saw they had something called Big Shot Cookie Rolls. Uh, and then in parentheses, it said, you know, 12 to 14 ounces of their uh, house mix. And I was like, oh, fuck, uh, that, for $40. I was like, fuck, that's a great deal. Their their house mix is normally, I think, two twenty five an ounce. So if they're selling almost half ounce, you know, like, cookie rolls, whatever that is. I assume it's just a tube or something that they put buds in uh, for $40. That's a great deal. That's like, that's basically half off. So I ordered uh, a couple few of those and uh, three of them actually. And I, but I, but I got $25 off cause I had referred somebody uh, to them earlier in, earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, so the guy delivered them to me about an hour, hour and a half later. Uh, I go into my den, open it up and I do not have three tubes filled full of the house blend, uh, um, buds i have three big ass fucking blunts i mean like big ass fucking blunts though they're basically half ounce blunts <laughs> a little bit under and i'm like holy fucking shit uh turns out the that's what their terminology for a blunt was it was a, it was a, a big shot uh and in a cookie dough cookie dough tube so which is just looks like a big test tube i don't know why they call it that i mean uh but uh so it wasn't a huge deal i just broke one up and rolled it up i'm going to roll it up to individual joints but <laughs> i was kind of embarrassed that i no no longer knew what the uh new terminology for a blunt was anymore you're outgrowing the weed market jay yeah you're you're getting too old yeah, it's a sad, sad thing. I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. If uh, they, if it wasn't so easy to get, I'd already be done with it because I'm done like dealing with random people to get weed from years and years and years ago. Because as I mentioned before, I started smoking when I was 15. It's, I'm 46 now. Um, that's a long for, and weed's only been legal in, in some in some way, shape, or form in in the Michigan for 10 years or so anyway. So the 20 something years before that, I had to get it through illegal means. <laughs> And I was so tired of fucking dealing with shady characters uh, or try, or meeting, trying to meet random people that will sell you weed because it's, uh, it's a fucking pain in the ass, not to mention in certain cases, dangerous. I mean, not compared to a lot of other drugs, dangerous, but still, there, you know, you're invo there's money involved, so there's always going to be shady people right then. Yeah, I wouldn't really know. Never really had the, uh, the whole weed habit there, Jay. That's, yeah, well, you're, yeah. the, you're the big criminal of the, uh, of the show. <laughs> the statue of limitations have passed and all that old shit and i do and, and michigan's recreational now so i'm straight on the up and up likely story jay oh yeah dude i should i should post a picture matter of fact i, I will post a picture of one of these on the og thread uh, after we get done here a fucking they're gigantic i'm like oh yeah no that's not me 
That's not what me at all. What you need to do is up. you need to take a picture of one of those in your mouth with a twenty dollar <laughs> bill, lighting oh, it, no. <laughs> being like, "Just got my podcast money, bitches." <laughs> I'm not burning a twenty for that, but that uh, would be funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, I should, nah, but but I will I will post it on the OG show people. It, it's 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 something to see. Uh, it's, I think it's the biggest joint I've ever personally have had. Matter of fact, I know it is. I would never roll that much into a joint. Well, there you go. Now you just need to, you know, just sit down and just hammer one of those home and go into a coma. <laughs> I did light the first one up and try to hit it a couple of times before I broke it up, uh, put it out and broke it up in, into individual joints. Well, actually, just one big tube of weed that I threw into a bag and I'm going to break chunks off over the next few couple few days. Fair enough. So, so what else is going on in your life, Jay, other than large blunts? Oh, well, we are, me and the wife are preparing for a vacation next week, as you well know. Uh, we are looking forward to having a couple days into, in the Thumb region of Michigan, which, for those of you who are unaware, is a very a beautiful place. Uh, if you're in the outdoors, most of Michigan is pretty nice. Uh, oh, look, saving me from my boring vacation talk. We have a tenor of the year calling in. Uh, hey, Tenor, how you doing, boss? Hello, can you hear me? I certainly can, sir. I'm in the shower. I was just thinking about you guys. That's not surprising you... at all. Yeah, <laughs> I got I got a bone to pick with you, fag Dalton. You know how oh, long really? I, you know how hard and long I spent on that clinical analysis of you, the psychological analysis of you and Cox communication and you didn't even give me enough respect to fucking comment on it. And I know I said analysis, I meant analysis, but I was putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it is analysis. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, oh shit. Well, what do you think? What do you say about that, Ryan? I just, sadly, I, I never even took the time to truly read through them because I was very angry for about a week. I will have to go revisit those. There you go. I guess that's a pretty reasonable excuse. What a bunch of horseshit. You know what? Maybe you wouldn't have been so angry for a week if you had stopped and listened and read about your 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 my my analysis of you and your relationship and almost infatuation with Cox. That might be. I, I do have to come to grips with 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 some Cox. And really work out <laughs> some of the the built up frustration there until did, did there's you, just a nice release of any sort of backed up tension. Yeah. You, you just stole <laughs> you just stole an M and M line. You fuck. Come to grips like a hand job. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! What is happening? I, I need an adult. This is this is a warm ass shower. I can tell you what. So, <laughs> all right. I just wanted to uh, call in because, like I said, I was thinking about you guys in the shower. So uh, I'm gonna <laughs> let you go, and I'm I'm gonna continue washing my penis as hard and as fast as I want to because I need to get it super clean. <laughs> you do that. I'll be there in 20 minutes with a loofah and some body oil. Don't forget the busy seltzer, sir. You need to loosen me up. Goddamn right. I still have about 10 of those sitting around. <laughs> All right. Later, y'all. Right, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, wait. <coughs> oh, whoa, where's that joint at? All right. I'm not saying wow, it got helpful. weird, but it just got weird. You got a little goddamn weird. <laughs> wow. Well, thanks for calling in, Tenor. That was uh, gross and creepy. Uh, let's see. So I don't, I, one of the other things I missed is apparently I was, you know, the god of picking fights this last yes. weekend. Yeah, you did pretty well. You came in first, I believe, or tied for first one of the two. I can't remember. Some asshole just stole my picks, I'm assuming. <laughs> Considering yeah. I, I got all but one fight correct. Nice. Yeah, yeah I'm... <clears throat> excuse me. People are asking me how the point system works, and I'm a little vague on it because I can't find it... Uh, on the website i'll have to look harder because i was looking at on my phone the other day and i didn't think to look today uh but i know you get five points for the win and then another six points if you if you get everything else 
completely right, but I'm not sure what the breakdown is on getting what's what, because you also get points for what round they finish and how they finish. So that's two other categories and you get points for one or the other too. Like if you get two out of three, right, you might get seven points uh, or something like that. And if you get all three of them, it's 11 points. Uh, then on top of that, they have something called the hot match, which is basically decided almost the day of the fight. Cause that's the match that has the most even uh, amount of fight picks for for and against. And they award you double points for that. If you get that one, right. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of nerd shit. Um, pro tip when you're making your picks, all the women's fights, Go to a decision. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's normally a pretty easy one. Uh, actually, I'll give you another pro tip. If you're not sure how you think it's going to end, pick a decision because it's decisions are the most common uh, type of uh, ending now for fights really nowadays. At least 50% of fights go to decision now, right? If not more. Uh, sure, I'll take your word for it. Uh yeah. Well, that's if you, that's if, you, if you just have no preference on how you think the fight's going to end, decision's not a bad uh, choice to make to go by well, standby. Well, so part of it, right? So, like, the fights this weekend are going to be in the apex, so it's the smaller cage. So mm. does that logic really work? Oh, well, that's a good point. Uh, I don't know. Do you think uh, that the size of the cage affects the decision to KO submission ratio? Yes. Oh. Well, there how are so? markedly more more finishes in the smaller cage i guess because you can't keep away from damage uh, for as long like, since you don't have as much exactly space you can actually around. like cut off the cage and back someone into a corner versus having all that room to caleb starns away <laughs> he's never gonna live that down is he absolutely not and he shouldn't live it down <laughs> yeah if you if you're if you're that afraid of engaging with the guy that you're actively running away, dude, just concede the fight. You know, don't make yourself look like a jackass out there. Just say, Hey, you know what? Mm -mm, this isn't for me. You know, that's way people might give you some shit for it, but way less shit than if you turn your back and run for fucking three rounds. I wonder, did anyone ever go to Caleb Starnes Wikipedia and change his, uh, like fighter nickname? No, uh, why? What? Because it happened? seems like it would just make sense to call him Kenyan Caleb Starnes, mixed martial <laughs> arts first marathoner. Oh Jesus, uh, that's racist, sir. <laughs> we even talked to a Kenyan about this. Remember? Well, yeah, but Caleb Starnes would have been from that region of Kenya. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. That was an educating episode, wasn't it? Yeah, getting a random African to call in, that was, that's interesting. It was. I mean, he, and he gave us, uh, if you guys had missed it a, a couple few episodes ago, uh, quite a while now, actually, uh, a random guy called in, and we ended up talking to him for a while, and through some random comment, we ended up getting a complete uh, geographical les lesson on Kenya and all the different tribes and their various specialties, because they weren't all runners. Some people, some of them were good at this, some of them sound like sound like they're good at that honestly it sounded like a fucking ninja clan to me <laughs> where all the different subfamilies had these different amazing abilities yeah it's 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 kenya apparently yeah that's pretty cool i now i want to go there someday i'd have to do a lot of research to find out whether that's safe or not but but i'd love to go there it'd be an interesting experience Jay, with, with as, a, as afraid as, as you are of most things i highly doubt you're ever going to visit africa Probably not. <laughs> uh, I'm still working myself up into the trip to Port Austin uh, right now. Yeah, I know that's got to be super scary. I'm sure you're <laughs> ultra sketched out of a bed and breakfast in, you know, white people, Michigan. White people, Michigan. Well, no, actually, no, I'm actually pretty cool of going to Port Austin now because it's a familiar place. We went there a couple times. It's a really mellow town. You know, only like six or 700 people live there, uh, plus whatever tourists they have on that day. And we're staying on a Sunday night and a Monday night. So it's going to be about as low-key as you can get it. So and our entire day is going to be walking around the town, looking at different shops, uh, me trying to keep my wife from spending too much money while while giving the impression that she can spend anything she wants. Uh, so I spend as much as she wants, rather, which is a really, really interesting balance to try to achieve. Um and then, uh, you know, eat a couple times in different places, depending on, uh, hopefully I can find stuff that my stomach will tolerate. And, uh, other than that, you know, that's about it. And my wife is going to demand a lot of my attention I'm in bed, apparently, which is fine. Uh, and she's swore 
an oath that she's going to keep me from calling in those days. Uh, I'm going to try to at least call in for a couple minutes to keep the streak going. There's no way that I want to bust it now. You know, I haven't missed a single fucking episode, even if it was almost a full episode missed one time. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see how that whole thing goes. Conversely, people are going to have to listen to me just yap on for an hour for those couple days. Yeah, which, she wanted, uh, yeah. should be interesting. Yeah, she wanted me to not do the show on Tuesday. I'm like, why wouldn't I do the show on Tuesday? She goes, why? Because I said you were not doing it on our vacation. I'm like, I'll be home by Tuesday at six o'clock because I got to work the next day. So I don't, you know, I'm definitely going to be back on Tuesday. It's just Sunday and Monday that uh, I'm going to have to try to have to try to sneak some airtime in while she isn't looking. It yeah, really, it really, I, I will just warn people right now. Sunday is going to be a rough fucking show because oh. obviously Saturday night is a fight companion considering it oh, is yeah. a pay-per-view. Oh shit! Sunday God morning, I have to be up at three a.m. because of a quarterly version, so I will be working at three a.m. and then a call at six. Like this is, it's going to be a rough fucking day. On a Sunday and a call at six, and the, like, how long do you think the call is going to take? Well, no, I'm not talking about that call. I'm talking. I have to be at, up at three a.m. for the version. <laughs> this one, I'm sure there's going to be shit going wrong just based on kind of the lead up to it. So I will probably end up being awake from 3 a.m. until the show at 6. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh. Yeah. So, holy fuck. I will really? probably be about halfway insane by that point. So we'll see oh. how that hour goes. Wow. Yeah. And I won't be, <laughs> and I won't be around to help or, or at least very little. Uh, basically, I think I'm gonna have to sneak into the bathroom and call you guys at some point. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll probably be so fucking out of it that I will just in my own head be interviewing the Zeering brothers. Yes, that's both Ian and Brian Zeering. <laughs> Shit. Um, so, but anyways, uh, we were talking about me buying the blunts, uh, <clears throat> and that's why I'm uh, doing poorly on the show t- tonight, guys. By the way, I apologize. I kind of overdid it uh, on the uh, marijuana. If whenever it's a new strain that you buy, uh, it's, it hits you harder because you've been your body gets used to the old shit. Um, <clears throat> so I'm a little bit higher than I actually like being for the show, and I do apologize for that. Yeah, I think we could probably tell because you haven't had a whole lot of input on things, Jay. It's, it's yeah, it's a little like, oh. you're a little. You're a little hazy there, brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, if I would have, no, if I would have used my common sense, I would have stopped smoking way before that. But like I said, I'm an idiot, and I don't have a lot of self control. So luckily, I go back to work tomorrow. And when I get home, I barely have time to smoke one, much less a whole bunch of them. So I'll be back to my normal self, I imagine. Oh snap! That's right. Okay, anything else? We got at least time for one, maybe two more topics. Well, so bad news when it comes to the UFC. Yoel Romero just had to pull out of his fight with Uriah Hall that was coming up sometime, uh, August 22nd, I guess. Oh, so uh, they don't have the way. reason. I'm guessing it's some sort of injury thing. Oh, that fucking but, sucks. Yeah, I wanted to see that fight. Yeah, that would have been a good time. Uriah Hall, if he, when he can pull the triggers, a really uh, fun fighter to watch. He just, like, as you've mentioned before, it just has mental issues, I guess. Yeah, so the interesting thing about that fight, though, is like he would actually kind of need to be that gun-shy person to have any chance. If Uriah Hall goes out and is super aggressive versus Yo Romero, he's probably going to get his head knocked into the third row. <laughs> really? I mean, uh, you, you think he's that much better of a striker than Uriah? I don't necessarily know if I think he's that much better of a striker, but the second that Romero connected with Hall... Like it would be the end of the night. Mm, yeah, he does hit very, very, very hard. And I guess it doesn't really matter how hard the other guy hits, because uh, um, I figure Uriah hard, Uriah hard. <laughs> I figure Uriah can hit probably just about as hard as that dude can. Uh, he's certainly an athletic specimen, but being able to take a punch uh, is a completely different thing, obviously. Well, there's something to be said for like being a, a very good athlete like Uriah Hall versus being a fucking alien like Yoel Romero. <laughs> right. You're, well, Uriah is significantly younger than him, I think, right? Yeah, but that doesn't... It doesn't take into account the fact that Yoel Romero apparently is just otherworldly. Like, you hear that <laughs> of the fighters that have trained with him or fought him, that, like, he is literally, like, the guy's just carved out of granite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose that's true. I mean, his... Uh... 
his past fights are a pretty good indication of that, uh, just how ridiculously special he is. Uh, did you ever believe what? Didn't he have steroid ag- allegations at him a couple times? Uh, yeah, at some point. I I don't necessarily know if I I think that he was ever really roided up, and if so, he had to bet on some pretty high class roids. Right. Being that, I mean, he's coming from like Olympic testing, and then right, right into essentially UFC testing. Right. Yeah. So like, if they right. didn't, you know, <clears throat> if he didn't you know, burn through the piss cup several times. Like, I don't know if I believe it. I think <laughs> yeah, he is I just a that. fucking mutant. Wow. Yeah. There's other people like that in UFC. that are just like, you know, unusually athletic like him. I can't think of any offhand, but I'm sure you can. Um, athletic is your, Joel Romero. I don't know if there's anyone really. Wow. He yeah. is like one of the few super athletes that actually got into the sport. It's like him. Brock Lesnar's a super athlete. He's coming into it super late, so he hasn't been great or anything, but Greg Hardy is a super athlete. Uh, let's see who else. Henry Cejudo, for the most part, kind of a, a miniature super athlete. <laughs> he keeps on saying he's going to come back for a fight. I tried to ignore it on Twitter. I don't follow him on Twitter, but a lot of people I do uh, follow follow him, so I see his tweets fairly often. And whenever he talks about this, he's going to do this or that. He's going to do to the current champ or whatever belt. I'm like, uh, didn't you retire? Uh, aren't you retired? That's what I want to send tweets to him. But I no point in getting a tweet war on uh, with uh, Henry Shadudo fans. Well, that's everybody knows that he fake retired to try to get more money. Right. I know. But still, I w- I'd like to rub his face in it. But <laughs> how's that working out for you? That fake retiring. Did you get you a lot more money? I didn't well, like it's it. going to. There's going to get a point that, like, at one of those two lower weight classes, that when fans are allowed back, he's going to end up getting a bunch of money, and he'll go in and he'll fight, and he'll probably win. Well, that just sucks. I don't like uh, having it work that way. Well, that's reality, Jay. I don't like reality. I've realized that. I'd like something similar to reality. Nothing too crazy out there. Uh, but not quite this reality. Maybe something a little bit nicer. You keep wishing for that. Um, you can also take a shit in your other hand and see which one fills up first. Well, that just sucks. <laughs> what else do you got, sir? Um, that is probably just about it. There is one other story here, and this should be a relatively short one anyway. But all right, a U.S. judge has ruled that cities cannot fine homeless people for living outside. Uh, where is this now? Uh, this was in Idaho, I guess. You cannot find people for living outside. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of don't have a problem with that because isn't there all kinds of other ordinances to keep uh, people from sleeping where they're not supposed to sleep? I mean, I don't think just the act of sleeping outside should be illegal. Well, that's the thing. How can you find someone for being homeless? Yeah, like, I guess that's kind of what it is, I guess. Huh? Yeah, that's what they're doing is they're finding people for being homeless. Like that doesn't really work. So like the way that the uh, that the court found it is you can't find people for sleeping outside due to being homeless unless you provide like free options for them to sleep somewhere inside. <clears throat> Not even so much that. I mean, <clears throat> if they're sleeping on private property, yeah, obviously that's a crime. But if they're on public, I don't know public property what I, I guess what is it even that concept when it comes right down to it right yeah it's just well it's just one of those things you like you can't just find someone for being poor yeah it's essentially what it is right like they're homeless you're going to find them for sleeping outside do you, are they just not allowed to sleep then is that the thing yeah i mean you know uh it's uh, one thing or another i'm sure if they're if they had a nice uh or not nice if there was some sort of homeless uh housing options like a shelter or something they'd much rather be in there and if they're not in there they have to sleep somewhere i mean okay yeah don't let them sleep on public uh, private property that's trespassing that's illegal anyways so you don't really need to have a separate law to prevent that so one it's one or the other they got to sleep like you said they got to sleep someplace yes i i always thought that this was a thing anyway i didn't even know this needed to go through the courts but the courts have affirmed it that yeah, you can't find the homeless for being homeless. Well, that's good to know. 
Um, well, I guess that does really, uh, we are really out of topics. Actually, I had a couple other ones, but they're like long-term topics. So uh, stuff I was talking about the other day, like, uh, I want to talk about your favorite movies and all that good stuff, but we're not going to do that in three minutes and 45 seconds. So, <laughs> so surprisingly enough on the whole movie thing. And like, I, I don't know why, like, I've always been asked that question. Like, what are your favorite movies? And I can never really recall, like what exactly my favorite movies are. Like we have a discussion on movies and there'll be a bunch that'll be like, yeah, that was a pretty good movie or that was a pretty good movie or though that just completely sucked shit. But yeah, I'm not one of those people that's like, my favorite movie is this. Well, when we talked about this yesterday or the day before, uh, I think yesterday, when, and we actually got a little more specific, what are your favorite childhood movies? Like your movie, your favorite movies before you turn like 13. Yeah, I have no recollection at all. Yeah. I've just been hitting the head too many times. Ah, uh, see, for me it was easy ones like uh, Princess Bride, uh, The Goonies. Um, oh, I one I didn't talk about uh, last time, The Last Starship Fighter. Oh, fuck, I love that movie so much. Yeah, stuff like that. I've never Henry. even heard of that. <gasps> the Last Starship Fighter. Oh my god, dude! It's it's about a uh, um, uh, an alien was this during that you- the silent film period. No, no, no. It, Was it's Charlie about, Chaplin in this, Jay? It, no, it, it's about an alien that uses a video game to recruit this kid to, to fly uh, a spaceship in this intergalactic war. Yeah, that sounds like you. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Tedder's talking about Piranha 3D, Zombievers. Uh, uh, there's killer clowns from outer space. They're zombie, all, strippers? Made, zombie strippers? Zombie uh, strippers. Do you ever see Night of the Comet? No. Oh. It's about a, it's kind of basically kind of half-assed zombie movie. It's about a, a comet that uh, passes over earth and kills like uh, everybody that was exposed to it. People that had partial exposure eventually go insane into like uh, crazy zombie people. And you have to be like, like completely like encased in metal or some shit like that to uh, um, uh, be unaffected. So it's kind of like a combination between an apocalyptic, uh, everyone dies movie and a zombie movie. Yeah, uh, I'll take your word for it. Never heard of it. <sighs> All right, fair enough. I mean, I don't watch movies much anymore, so anything made in the last 20 years, there's a better chance that I haven't seen it than I have. Like zombie strippers? Yep, never seen zombie strippers. I totally lost interest in that kind of genre a long time ago. I don't, I'm not into horror at all or any of that kind of shit. I like sci-fi, comedy, uh, and other i guess would be the uh, category because whatever you want to put it in i, I do like uh, some reality shows but we talked about that before i don't like the reality style shows i like the shows that show something right type reality like uh forge yes Fire basically you or, like really terrible reality shows you like kevin smith movies and uh-huh. nerd shit yeah yeah i'm pretty easy to figure out i think right <laughs> yeah i think we've got you down pat if it shows up at a at a comic-con you're in yeah i mean yeah, although, although ironically, I don't give a shit about comics. I like reading comics, but I would never pay for comics because it seems like way too much money for so little product. You know, I, I read stuff for their stories, not for the pretty pictures. You could turn those comic books into a book, and I'd probably be happier with it. But I, other than that, but other than that, I do like comics, as in I like superhero stuff, and I like the stories they tell. Uh, so other than a site I found where you can find some books uh, to, to uh, a lot of comic books to read online... I have no interest in comics as far as buying them. So a lot of Comic-Con I wouldn't, be, wouldn't, get, wouldn't give a shit about. Well, did you hear the New York Comic-Con has canceled it, its live portion and now will be, you know, like streaming on either YouTube or something else? Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much all the cons are doing that now. Um, most of them are just closed. A couple of the bigger ones are trying to do like virtual events. So I'm not sure how that's going to work out. But uh, wasn't like the entire reason to go to one of those stupid things is to wear your stupid fucking costumes and go and bother you know d-list celebrities for pictures and autographs um i don't know i've never actually been to one uh but from what i understand it depends on the con but yeah it's i think the, more, there's a couple different sections of it like there's part of comic and most of the big comic cons are people uh celebrities going there to meet people the um costume part of it is a big part of pretty much any comic-con at this point uh then there's also like a vendor selling shit part of comic-con which is like all kinds of nerd related shit from either from 
comic books to works of art to figurines or anything nerd related that you can think of. Uh, they probably sell on that. And then most of the big ones also have like an events part of the Comic Con, which is like uh, a, a convention uh, thing on the uh, Avengers where they might have a couple of ca- a couple of the cast members up there and they're going to show the preview to the next Avengers uh, movie or some shit like that. Uh, Kevin Smith has a couple uh, big events uh, for the one in uh, Los Angeles, I think, uh, every year, for example. That just sounds insufferable. Uh, you know, uh, I don't would never uh, expose myself to those type of crowds just to see a couple movie trailers uh, a half a day before everybody else, because as soon as it's on there, it's going to get uploaded to the Internet as well, obviously. Um, that, uh, the, I bet it just smells terrible in those things. Yeah, that's a running joke. For, it probably does at certain points. Um, the, uh, cosplay part of it where, where people dressing up is cool. Uh, some people go through a lot of effort and make some amazing looking co- costumes. Uh, plus there's normally a whole bunch of hotties there and skimpy dresses or outfits rather. So I, which I never have a problem with. Uh, so that part would be interesting, but still I wouldn't want to expose myself to those type of crowds for that. I don't like spending money on trivial shit anymore. <laughs> so while there's a, sh- so there'd be a shitload of stuff that at that movie uh, convention part that I'd probably want to buy, but nothing that I would let myself buy. So it wouldn't be much fun of experience that for me at that part anyways. So you won't well, get me going to a for like the women part. Like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. like a nerd 10 is like a Miami seven. So, uh, you might be surprised. You guys, uh, a lot of these comic cons are attended by professional models. Cause, uh, the, uh, the costume thing can up their exposure exposure rather. Yeah. I'm going to still go with, you know, Miami sevens. <laughs> All right. I can't argue with that shit. It looks like that's a show for us. Actually. Uh, yeah, I want to thank the OG army for showing up. We can't do the show without you. Uh, I want to thank Dalton for finally sh- fucking showing up. Turns out I can do the show without you. It just fucking sucks. <laughs> you got anything else, sir? A couple things. Uh, Hopefully we have uh, some folks stop in either tomorrow or Thursday to make picks. This is going to be a goddamn good fight card. Uh, I've caught up on the UFC embedded. I think they're on episode two today. And I'm fucking hyped for watching DC versus Stipe. I don't know about you. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm fuck dude <laughs> i'm so upset i won't be able to watch that live but i'll save myself some money and i'll find out like as soon as i get up in the morning so it could be worse espn plus better not fuck me this time i'm still pissed off about last time i spent fucking what is it like 65 bucks or some stupid amount and espn plus wouldn't even fucking work <laughs> yeah that was fucking ridiculous uh, did you ever get a refund for your money no what you didn't they were just like we show me. you had access blah 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 i'm like no but it didn't fucking work oh, so needless to bullshit. say like once my espn plus membership is done and i had it on a yearly thing so i think it's in like october or some shit i may just not renew it and just you know allegedly find other ways to watch the sport yeah i wouldn't blame you for that that's some bullshit uh i mean Shit happens, so I can understand you not be able to get your, your uh, paid-for product, but to fucking not give you a refund because they're like, well, it looks like you got it to us. That's a fucking bullshit reason. Yeah, they basically said they have no way of showing whether or not you actually accessed the stream or not. I was ah. like, well, isn't that kind of fucking important? Yeah, yeah. Nah, fuck those people. So yeah, so fuck them. Uh, one other thing to before I get to my final thing, uh, Jay, we should have another guest for the show. Hmm. I need you to reach out to Boned by Picograms on the OG. Okay. He is the host of the uh, Saul Goodman podcast. Okay. And he was okay coming on at some point here and talk about how that podcast started and oh, that'd be neat. how basically they got in pretty close with that show and got to like get, you know, like screeners of episodes coming out and like visits to sets and all sorts of interesting shit oh wow that sounded cool. like yeah. a good nerd conversation for you so yeah well i've never seen the, the show but i'll certainly want to talk to him about his podcast that'll be interesting yeah that's a you good catch, seen sir. better call saul i don't watch tv sir i thought everybody's at least seen it because it was the you know the it's not really a sequel it's kind of the spinoff of right, like a prequel uh, that's not, it's not a prequel. Well, yeah, it's a prequel and spinoff because they do like flash forwards and shit. Right, right. But like, 
to the probably biggest TV show fucking ever in Breaking Bad. That I never watched either. You didn't? Goddamn, Jay. <laughs> For being such a nerd, you're not very well cultured. No, I tell people that all the time, dude. I don't fucking watch TV shows or movies. I'm not that type of nerd. <laughs> I'm an internet nerd, dude. It's a completely different thing. So watch the episodes on the internet. Ah, I'm too, too busy cruising the net, playing video games, um, posting stuff on the OG. That's not my style, man. It hasn't been my style for quite a while. I don't really have any interest in those type of shows. Um, Christ, Jay. Yeah. Breaking Bad I'm was an amazing bad. TV show. Like, Better Call Saul apparently is one of the best spinoffs ever. Well, and yeah, this guy does a podcast and apparently they are, you know, like top 50 on like TV show podcasts on fucking Neat. iTunes and shit like that. So they, uh, yeah, they curtailed watching that show into a pretty big deal. Yeah. Oh, that's what part I want to talk to him about. I'm really interested in, be really interested in how, is how the podcast, you know, ended up like that. So I, I'm interested in the technical parts of the podcasting and you're interested in the actual show parts. So that should be work out well, actually. Yeah. I'm interested in the human part. You're interested in the nerd part. So yeah, we may have an interesting show. We may not. Yeah. Well, let's so reach out uh, to him. Uh, explain how to like call in and all that shit. I, I got it far enough on some thread to say, Hey, you want to come on? He's like, absolutely. All right. So uh, you close you that deal since I actually did the work that you should be doing. Um, and with that, that leads me to my final thing. And this has been pent up for almost an entire week at this point. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> you guys have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at six. Bye-bye. Hey,